1: And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a
2: Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where no matter what is going on in the world, there are things to be thunk about
1: all around you. Would that be thinking?
2: I I sort of, I was trying to work with things to think about, but then thunk sounded funnier.
1: Thunk thunk is definitely funnier. yeah,
2: Yeah. It's just, it's always funnier to play with grammar. Anyway, there are things. There are things everywhere. And don't worry. It's okay if you didn't notice them or you didn't think about it in the moment or you didn't realize. I'm like, My goodness, I believe I have seen this nine times today on people between the ages of 18 and 42. Maybe that makes it a thing. <laughs> don't worry. We noticed. We noticed on your behalf. Right,
1: right. We are here. It's a collaborative effort amongst all of us. We it are mer- merely the thing leaders of this ring oh, of things.
2: Oh, wow. The thing leaders? <laughs> Those are, that's our OP names.
1: That is. That is. That's, <laughs> I like this. I like this a Thanks lot. Thanks for
2: joining us everyone.
1: Oh yes. <laughs> uh thank you for being here live or not. Uh hey, my first thing uh was was me actually casting around looking for Uh, Homing home home trends Mm -hmm. Uh, I I was thinking floral design might be might be something on go But we kind of touched on that before in other areas Mm -hmm. uh, Because I was seeing a lot of floral tile and then it led me to this uh, Review journal article from Las Vegas about trends and one of the trends they noted was antiques because there's a lumber shortage Why spend the money on new furniture? That's possibly getting more and more expensive uh, and if it's coming from outside of where you live, probably expensive to ship mm-hmm. uh, right now when you can just get something old that looks great. I love
2: that. And I love it too, because absolutely. And in fact, Marketplace just did a story a few days ago about how reclaimed wood is actually turning out to be, in some cases, the cheaper, easier option because uh-huh. wood is so expensive. And so people are like, yeah, oh, yeah. I can actually get this like beautiful reclaimed wood thing, and it's... About the same price or even less. And then I just love it because a few years ago, there was this kind of there was a whole rash of stories about how like all of that heavy, chunky brown wood furniture that our parents had
0: mm-hmm. is
2: just no one can figure out what to do with it because nobody wanted it. Like all these millennials were like, no, thanks. We don't want that. Like we
1: want- we don't want things. New, you know, possessions.
2: pine things, or we don't want any mm-hmm. possessions at all, or whatever. And so, I just, I sort of love the idea that those would be get all snapped up.
1: Yeah, uh, and 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 uh, I, I'm calling this ahead of time. Now, I'm getting the idea from the Review Journal. Don't get me wrong, uh, but I'm calling this ahead of time that we will see a swell of interest in antiques, which I think could have a ripple effect on style, right? Yeah, because if it's like, well, shoot. I can't it's too expensive to get that blonde pine modern thing that I wanted. Let me get this older, darker, heavier thing because it's antique and then there starts to be the, you know, self-justification of like plus I'm, you know, I'm not contributing to wasted resources because mm-hmm. I'm reusing, right? Yep. And then suddenly you're like, actually this dark old way of looking at things is kind of cool. I'm going to start getting other things that complement that and, you know, so on and so on and so on.
2: And pretty soon the 80 A- are back
1: <laughs> i mean the <laughs> 80s are already back have you seen the ads for that uh, apple tv plus show physical no so yeah yeah it's like dead center 80s oh like, really oh <sighs> okay yeah. yeah you're you're showing me something that to my eyes looks old out of date and reminds me of being 12 years old but is probably super hip right now
2: apparently I kind of I just I love this and I love this also because it is going to go great with everybody's brand new super cool rebellious 80s outfits mm. including their platform
1: heel boots. Oh yeah absolutely everywhere I, everywhere they even I'm seeing them. That's how everywhere. <laughs> everywhere.
2: They're everywhere. And and this is like I know you know this look. Listener, I'm going to attempt to describe it. I mean, it's basically, you know, Doc Martens are back. And then that led to, in my day, and apparently our day is back again, this entire category of boots specifically that have a platform sole. That's super chunky and ruggedized like it's you know uh, it's got like a tread in some cases the heel the the whole entire sole of the boot extends out past the sides of the boot because it's like a Mm freaking snowshoe and then there's like a some of them are carved to look like a high heel except that it's this and I mean it's like you'll see it described as everything from gothic steampunk to chunky platform boot but they all have this kind of goth vibe that all started with doc martin and i just the degree to which it's back is just astonishing me because i must have had like six pairs of these over a 10-year period and i just kind of can't i can't believe it i'm like oh god not these again
1: (laughs) uh looking at the at this this lineup uh, of platform boots, alternative platform boots as Rebels Market calls them uh-huh. uh, that you link to. Uh I hear in my head groove is in the heart in a minor right. key.
2: Oh That's exactly it. <laughs> that is exactly it. They're the groove is in the heart boots. Oh yeah. God. But goth
1: but gothier yeah. But
2: gothier, exactly. But not completely. I mean, there are definitely lots of versions that are, you know, oh, yeah, somewhat. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, the goth chunky heeled boot is back, or as I used to call them back in the day, the ankle breaker.
1: Gothic punk poo leather snakes pattern bone high heel is oh, one description. <laughs> heaven help us.
2: I just, I mean, there isn't even that much to say about it except that if you really wanted the 80s to be cemented, in our style it's like we've been creeping in toward it kind of but once you get this very specific platform boot that's just you know the the sort of like doc martin and then some Mm -hmm. you're there
1: you're there Um, having never really worn high heels or platform boots are they more stable
2: no they're ankle breakers. yeah okay i mean kind of I guess, except that if you sort of slip off the side of one, (laughs) you just snap them. They just, it just, your ankle just snaps in half.
1: I could see them maybe even luring you into a false sense of security because they're whiter. Absolutely. But then you're still going to suffer.
2: (laughs) These are great. But then one foot, you know, catches on the protruding heel of the other one
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and then you're dead. I mean, they're better Uh, than stilettos, I guess, in terms of... Sure. Wearing them around. But yes, very recently there was a piece in Yahoo style. uh, Oh, from yesterday. (laughs) About Bella Hadid wearing bold platform boots. And they are exactly the style I'm talking about. And
1: uh, who is Bella Hadid?
2: Oh, for crying out loud. There's like these two models. No, not. I mean, I'm, I'm just
1: asking for the people in the audience who don't know. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, you're right. I... Yeah,
2: totally. Yes, Bella Hadid. The, okay, so the Hadid sisters are like sub thing. They've been a thing for a minute, uh-huh. but okay. there are these two supermodel sisters. Apparently, Bella and Gigi. I
1: think. Okay. Uh huh. Um, of course they are.
2: And they evidently that's funny because I clicked through on an article about Bella Hadid, which describes her as, which basically describes her as wearing exactly what. Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie used to wear on their show, The Simple Life.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's just all And back. they're in that tradition, right?
2: <laughs> Except now it's just these two. Totally is. Oh, heaven help us. Wow. Yep. Okay. We should have kept all our clothes.
1: Mm. Well, there, there you go. go. Um, That's it. Every That's time all I got. In Paris
2: case you're wondering, name, I'm should, not buying any.
1: Why was Paris Hilton in the news lately? She was saying something about being tired of being... seen as who she is right
2: well it was that it turned out that she had been maligned remember there was like a picture of her there was a viral photo where she appeared to be wearing a shirt that said stop being poor okay and everyone was like oh you're the worst and of course you're wearing that i think it was stop being poor and then she recently did a tiktok where she was like that shirt never said that it was photoshopped Mm. And she showed her own photos of the same shirt that said, like, stop being boring or something, you know, stop oh, being basic. Man. Like, it was like, they were like, oh, so it was just sassy and it wasn't mm-hmm. class warfare. But she was like, don't believe everything you see on the Internet.
1: <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're we're going to learn that lesson. I, I'm, I'm I'm. optimistic. I'm overly oh, optimistic. Oh, yeah. Any minute now. <laughs> don't believe everything you see on the Internet. Someday. Someday. Uh-huh. Um, speaking of design, uh, Ooh. here, here's one I'm, I'm going to call, I, I would like you to poke holes in this. Uh, uh, there's definitely more independent designers out there in the luxury fashion, high fashion arena. Uh, Heron Preston is an example, mm-hmm. DJ, kind of a self-made person moved to New York, became a designer, has their own line of, you know, high fashion kind of uh work-oriented stuff very mm. very like um like uses the nasa logo did a partnership with nasa uses Ooh. the cat logo in par- partnership with caterpillar uh and you know it's kind of high fashion workwear etc cetera, etc cetera, urban fashion anyway here coming to learn about Heron preston recently through you know a totally unrelated situation uh i was like well there do seem to be a lot of these small fashion designers right Mm -hmm. that aren't necessarily like the next louis vuitton they're they're happy being a niche Hmm. uh and and uh so i went casting around and i found this article on design good that's like yeah there's a bunch of indie fashion designers out there that have their followings and it started to strike a chord with me of like as we all get our own set of famous people that aren't shared with everybody else that are massively famous, right? We all have our niche TikTok star, our own niche YouTube <laughs> channel that we like. It would make sense that there would be niche you know, high-end fashion as mm-hmm. well.
2: I 100, this is 100% a thing. I totally I can poke no holes. I think it actually did number 6 on this list. I was going to say I think that this started with Everlane. And sure enough, Everlane is number six on this list. But there has been this movement. Well, it's funny because there was a a red carpet movement toward independent designers, you know, with a few people saying like, oh, I'm going to elevate a person of color or just an independent designer so I don't look like everybody else. Mm -hmm. And then there did start to be this kind of like slow fashion movement. And that was what Everlane was about. Like, yes, we cost a lot, but it's just a, you know, it's meant to be a few high quality pieces that mm. take a long time to make. Um, and when they launch, at least we're always sold out. But I, but then I think as a result, it has spawned this whole collection of collections <laughs> yeah. uh, of these brands that are like, yeah, our whole deal is to be small on purpose.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. There's, totally. there's sustainability it, this design. Good article particularly is talking about sustainable designers and sustainability is part of Everlane, of course. Uh, and, but I don't think that is all of them. Right. Necessarily. I probably all of them want to appear sustainable because that's good marketing <laughs> these days. Yep. Uh, and, and some of them are like Everlane have built their entire brand around, like telling you, this is the factory. This is where it's made. This is what it's made out of. Um, but that's just part of it. I think there's that wider niche, indie designer trend
2: definitely well and it goes hand in hand you know it only exists because direct to consumer is so effective like that's how you get all birds and everlane you don't have to be in
1: every mall to get in front of people right all
2: you have to be is on instagram and so it's actually you know possible sustainable in the business way to build Mm. a business like this okay i i'm so and also i'm so happy that you Brought this up. I'm going to save a version of what I'm about to say for a later show because, but I have been noticing and granted it's the filter of my Instagram ads, but I'm like, wow, there are a lot of independent jewelry makers. Ah, uh uh-huh. Like lots, 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 because I get different, you know, seven different Instagram ads for seven different independent jewelry makers (laughs) basically every day. Like at least at this point, Instagram has nothing to do with my friends and family. And it's just like a series of, you know clever takes on hoop earrings
1: (laughs) i feel like okay this is i'm gonna try this out and it may sound horrible or pretentious or whatever but i feel like local has become distributed yeah yes so so follow follow me here folks uh it used to be you lived in a village and you wore the jewelry made by the local jewelry and the clothes made by the local tailor and you ate the baked goods from the local bakery and the cool thing about travel was going to the next village and being like wow their baked goods taste different and look those clothes are made a tiny bit different wow that's so interesting then we you know fast forward to mass goods where the complaint was like every place you go is the same because they all have a McDonald's and they all you know they all listen to the same music and and, you know we're just getting one big mass culture and it feels like now we're going back to Everybody can have a jeweler that's different than you and eat baked goods that are different than you and have clothing that looks different than you. But it's not it's not because you have to because that's all you can get in your village. Mm -hmm. It's because you choose the smaller independent thing that you like. Yep.
2: Yep. Without a doubt. And because every local brand can have a national market. Thanks to, you know, I'm doing a little crossover with our stories here Mm -hmm, (laughs) from Marketplace mm -hmm. Tech. But but there has been this huge acceleration of e-commerce during the pandemic. And even before that, like, direct-to-consumer already was this, like, really powerful trend in commerce. And then everybody else and all these companies came in and started enabling it from Facebook to Shopify to, you know, even just Instagram ads. But, like, you can be online super easily. So you cut out this sort of, like, massive... Cost and maybe don't even have to have a store.
1: Yeah, uh, we were in a Zara yesterday, uh, clothing store. For uh-huh. anybody who doesn't know, uh, and Eileen found a jacket she liked. Uh, she looked at the line to check out and was like, "Man, maybe I'll just buy it online." And then I pointed out like they have a QR code here in the store on the sign mm. for that jacket. She's like, "Oh, she bought it in the, she bought it in the store online."
2: Online. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, there's a there's that that just happened for whatever reason, but that's a that's a behavior that can be encouraged, right? Absolutely.
2: Yep. And or you never go anywhere near the store. Maybe somebody just puts up a model in Times yeah, Square. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a mannequin.
1: Or or the store isn't with a QR code filled with everything that you need to buy. Yeah, the store can be anywhere. Yep. <laughs> It yeah. can be on the bus or right. what?
2: You know. Yeah. Dude, I totally want. Now I want to start an independent brand just so I can start stashing mannequins on subways in cool <laughs> outfits with QR codes. Yeah. That would right. be so fun.
0: There's, but Abby James there, there, in the there.
2: Discord points out I've done the same thing, but mostly because I didn't want to figure out how to take it home, which is so true that if too. you like yeah. are not driving or you're going to be walking around for a while or you're traveling. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Well, bring us on home, Molly. What, what yeah, else you got?
2: I, I mean, we are really of, of a piece today, actually, because our first two things went together and our second things go together just in the sense of like, just um, fanciness, because a lot of these small independent brands are like, we're sustainable and fancy. And I'm very excited to have gone out into the world and to be able to report back a cocktail trend.
1: Aha! a real life cocktail trend you saw in the wild a
2: real life cocktail trend that i saw in the wild it was amazing and i don't even <laughs> think it's brand new but it's definitely spreading fast and that trend is dehydrated citrus mm. as garnish so like a dehydrated ah. slice of orange not just so a peel y-
1: Right. So sometimes there's the peel as a garnish. Sometimes they'll do the like half a slice of lime cut in the middle and then perched on the side of your drink. What's this about?
2: Yeah, this is literally a slice. And then you can use you can sort of just like float it in there. I don't even think like Uh I tried to chew on it and you can't really. I mean, it's sort of like a chip. (laughs) (laughs) But, But I've seen since I have been looking it up, like people will float it on the top of a small glass and a big ice cube, and then you can lay some cherries across the top. It's literally Mm. like it's a whole entire slice of a citrus that's dehydrated. And you can order them on Amazon. You can make them yourself. You can get them on Etsy. They're like super cute, fancy, fancy.
1: Does it add a little hint of flavor too? It feels like it would work kind of like tea since it's dehydrated and just sort of rehydrate and maybe I think so.
2: Like if it sits in there long enough. But no, mm-hmm. I don't even think that. I think it's mainly Nothing just okay. a All straight right. up garnish. Just, just pretty. <laughs> yep. It's just real pretty. And I was like, I do want to order some of these on Etsy and make fancy drinks.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. Because the I don't fanciness
2: know. is the fancy. The fancy urge is starting to creep I, up.
1: I saw this in the lineup. I kind of knew it was coming, but I didn't. I wasn't ready for how relaxing it was to hear about a real life cocktail trend. Again. I know. That wasn't the trend is you can order cocktail mix delivered to your house so you can make cocktails at home. right? Right. I think that was the last one we had. Totally.
2: This is like, oh, my God, I went out of the world. I mean, for all I know, one of the articles on how to dehydrate your own citrus that I found is like from 2017. For all I know, this is a five year old trend. Everybody has already been there and is over it. Although I did eat. I did have a drink with one of these at a very hip restaurant, like Mm. super stylish. Michelin star chef like it's so I don't believe that it's you know tapped out by any means and also yes it was it it is literally as simple as that I went to a restaurant I had a lovely spicy tequila drink which I think we've already discussed as a Mm -hmm. thing
0: Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and it had a dehydrated citrus in it and I was like oh look how cute these are oh you oh you can get these every oh the bartender was like oh yeah they're a thing
1: it's gonna be one of those things where I didn't notice it And then I'm going to see one soon and then I'll see it. I'll see I think so. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think so. And then I have a little bit of a bonus. You're going Mm. to have to go to the show notes to experience the true (laughs) horror of this. If it is indeed a thing. Uh, My boyfriend sent me a link to a a tweet that just said circle beards are the hot new thing. And then there was a series of photos of men with beards that encircle their entire face by which I mean the back of their heads are shaved
1: uh, huh.
2: like they're like bald guys who have grown a, a beard and a strip of hair <clears throat> that it makes a circle around their whole
1: face so it's it's the chin strap jawline beard yeah uh, with but a f- then they carry it fringe. up around the forehead and shave everything behind it
2: yeah yeah that's yeah. not
1: a thing. That's not a thing. I, not don't,
2: a, I don't. I don't. I literally only have this tweet to point to. That's it. That's I'm, I'm all.
1: only saying this in hope, not because I know. It's
2: so a if thing, there is the any way. chance that this is going to become a thing, it needs to stop now. Stop mm-hmm. now. Stop. Stop.
1: <laughs> that Porter says, if a mullet were an irrational number. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's basically then like that. Spot on.
2: <laughs> I, just, uh, I don't know. All is, I know. This is. I've it, been
1: using clippers for a year and a half now. Right. I have like too much time. And now I'm bored. On yeah. my
2: hands. All I know huh. is that there are six photos in a, this collage that appear to be of six different men mm. who have this thing happening on their heads. Yeah. So I'm just saying please, it now. Stop it. If you see it in the wild, refute.
1: put a stop to it. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get the feedback and it's a thing me that charlie dude sent in a returning thing did y'all mention crocs recently i can't remember anyway i've seen several articles talking about crocs recently they're back mm-hmm. uh and producer rich verifies and asks are croc charms a thing
2: they are back as well yes we did talk about crocs mm. didn't we i thought we had them on the show I think we did yeah, yeah yeah uh yeah oh yeah they are super back and i will tell you i bought some and even so, I still am like, I, I, don't, I don't know. But I guess they're, they're even more pair. like they were back last year and now they're so back mm-hmm. that USA Today is writing about them as of this month again.
1: Anyway, I, yeah, they're back. not saying I'll never own a pair, but I've, I've never experienced Crocs personally.
2: Dude, you know what I saw just this week? Actually, hmm. just as a crossover platform Crocs.
1: Oh, jeez! Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, if you didn't, if you needed any more evidence, folks, there you yeah. go.
2: Yep. Now they have like, they come with a platform soul.
1: Yeah. I yeah. mean, of, but of course, but of as course. soon as you said it, I'm like, oh, right. I should have guessed. Yep. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. Yep. yeah.
2: And the, the charms Crocs are totally bad. <laughs> the like, yeah, no, they're, they're bird percent back
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. good job, Charlie, dude. Well played. Well played.
2: Daniel uh, is here to verify the thingness of bestie. Bestie mm. is totally a thing. One thing that may either have started the thing or maybe just became proof of thinginess, not sure of the tiding, timing here, are the songs Bestie by Bad Baby and or Best Friend by Saweetie. You didn't hear this from me. I totally don't listen to this type of music.
1: <laughs> Daniel, but don't be ashamed.
2: Don't be ashamed. Bad Baby
1: <laughs> <is> <laughs> Bobby its own thing. It's true. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like Love this it. corroborating evidence, Daniel. Love This is excellent. Uh, Gabby on a shoe thing, Golden Goose shoes have been around for a couple of years. I see them online shopping sites like Gilt all the time. Uh The weird thing about them is that they intentionally look dirty and scuffed when they are new. I love sneakers, but they are not my cup of tea. I can make mine worn and dirty all on my own. Thank you very much. Cheers, Gabby. (laughs) I know, seriously. They do look,
2: it's true, like not just scuffed, but like dirty. Like they have like dirt put on
1: them. Uh Uh-huh.
2: For five hundred and thirty dollars,
1: I mean, my immediate reaction is like, right, like buying torn jeans. Yeah, it's but the if same torn concept jeans also of had like, like
2: dirt rubbed into them.
1: Well, sure, it's not exactly one to one. Yeah, but no, exactly. The, I, I, you know, it's the it's the Gabby's having the reaction that all my parents had to buying torn jeans. Like, why yep. would you buy jeans that are already torn? Yep. Like, I sew jeans together, I patch jeans, and and same thing. Like, why would you buy sneakers There's that already are already have dirty? a hole in them? Yep, yeah, yeah,
2: totally. Yeah, there. I had missed the golden goose thing also, but they have. They are. They are legit a thing. And then mm. finally, Brian needs a thing check on an animal thing and says, "I've in. I've noticed an increasing number of TikTok videos of people with animals that don't belong to them. Huh. <laughs> Usually, a dog or cat coming up to them or somehow getting in their house or car. And he sent an example. Maybe they've always been out there, but they have been showing up on my for you page within the last month or two. Have you seen these two? I have seen two or three of those. Like several of them went viral. I don't know if there's just a lot of roaming animals now that everybody got a pet, or what.
1: Yeah, is is this? I hope it's not happening on the regular. Have, I know. I uh, I, I don't know. I I can only the only thing I've seen similarly is is my friend uh, whose cat was facing off with a peacock through the window, and he's Whoa. like, I don't know where this peacock came from. <laughs>
2: I just, I think maybe I was actually thinking about this just the other day. Like, I do think that the sheer number of animal videos must be related to the pandemic because, A, everybody got a pet, which is why you can't get into the freaking vet, which is a business story that we need to do on my other program immediately. But also that maybe like people just they have new pets that they're fascinated by and they have lots of time
1: there's a there's a combination of time and a little bit of some sort of Bader Meinhof thing where it's like oh I have an animal now I notice animals more going on maybe
2: maybe but no I think you know? it's just like a lot more people posting videos of animals because
1: yeah well yeah, that's a lot what I more mean people like, have because animals. animals are more top of mind when they see the odd dog or cat they're like oh my gosh dog or cat what are the what are you doing here whereas in the past they might have been like oh look a dog whatever
2: right that's true actually and they're like get in my vehicle yeah
1: also sometimes animals
2: just you. adopt you. It's just that we never really saw that happen on TikTok before.
1: <laughs> That's true. Maybe it's just uh tick you know, the natural expansion of TikTok's universe uh, <laughs> encompassing a, a pre-existing thing <laughs> that was never documented before. Exactly. Yeah, quite possible. All right. Our shout-outs this week uh from our excellent producer Rich raffolino are based on the about page on the Arduino <laughs> website. <laughs> ah.
2: uh. Arduino, uh, of course, being the like like build your own computer sensor kit.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's right? it, it's it's like a really uh really stripped down computer platform uh that's low power and uh good for like making robots or Internet of Things devices of your own or just controlling stuff. There we go, um, man. Arduino, uh, the the mind of Rich Stroffolino is it's
2: fascinating, right? It's
1: so fascinating, fascinating. yeah.
2: Oh, amazing. This is, this and our patrons, genius. of course, uh, at the shout out level are those who support us at patreon.com slash it's a thing at, well, the shout out level. Mm-hmm. Here
1: yeah, we go. get a shout out. <laughs> I, I, Ray's giving you a shout out right now.
2: Oh, she totally is. She's like, um, I'll pay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we are getting a package. Uh, and this is why I usually have Ray in the room with me. So she doesn't know we're getting a package and doesn't do that.
2: <laughs> it's okay. No one's mad. Dogs also, a dogs appearing on podcasts. Uber yes, thing. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, also
1: at the shout out. I mean, it was perfect, perfect timing. So there you go. Uh, would you like to do the first paragraph? I'll do the second. You want Absolutely. To it up that way? All, right, All right. Here we
2: go. Once again, these are shout outs based on the about page on the Arduino website. Lee Price is an open source patron based on easy to use hardware and software. Kevin Sill is able to read inputs, light on a sensor, a finger on a button or a Twitter message and turn it into an output. Activating a motor, turning on an LED, publishing something online. You can tell your Eric Duncan what to do by sending a set of instructions to the Jake Woods on the board. To do so, you use the Gabriel Cohen programming language based on wiring and the Joe Hood software IDE based on processing.
1: Over the years, Louis Saint Amour has been the brain of thousands of projects, from everyday objects to complex scientific instruments. A worldwide community of makers, students, hobbyists, artists, programmers, and Mike Aikens has gathered around these open source patrons. Their contributions have added up to an incredible amount of accessible knowledge that can be of great help to James C. Smith and experts alike.
2: <laughs> Not that James
1: C. Smith isn't also an expert.
2: He's an expert.
1: <laughs> oh, oh my
2: god i mean how does he do
1: it i don't know where i don't know where he comes up with this seemingly limitless supply nice. just of incredible like shout-outs.
2: things and just like your support it is seemingly limitless and we are so grateful you can become a member of it's a thing at patreon.com slash it's a thing and thanks to everybody who supports the show you're the best
1: and keep those things coming of your own. We love the thing spotting going on out there. Like, like so I said, we're just much. the thing leaders. We so need exciting. your things. Feedback at itsathing.me. Send them to us.
0: This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it